Hey friend, how's it going my loves? Welcome back to the JJ Podcast, where we talk our shit and we do splits, period. Hopefully for y'all it's on the dick. But if not, that's okay too. We could do splits on the ground too. You know, I'm open to all of that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, on this episode, my loves, we're going to talk about the stimulus we're going to talk about the Atlanta shooting that happened with the Asians as well as what's going on with Saweetie and Quavo and my interpretation on the situation plus we're going to talk about other topics such as mental health and that sort of stuff all right let's get started (laughs) so the first topic I want to talk about today is the Atlanta shooting now this happened on Tuesday and when I heard about it I was like Damn, you know, what is going on within Atlanta? What's going on within America? It seems it seems to happen every time around this month. Some racist stuff goes on. And it, I never understand it. Just last year, we had about like three people who've been murdered around March going into April. And this was just, it was definitely racially toned. And then we had the whole Black Lives Matter movement that lasted for months. And now it just seems to be repeating itself this time. But now it's, these people are going after Asians now. And it's just ridiculous. Okay, so for a brief recap, Robert Aaron Long, a 21-year-old white male, he shot up six different massage parlors within, you know, within Cherokee County. And the... He, he killed eight people. Six of them were Asian women. And two of them were Caucasian. His motives for the shooting, according to Atlanta police, was that he has a sex addiction and he found these massage parlors to be a distraction as well as temptation that needed to be eliminated. I... <laughs> That right there just already blew my mind. But what's even more funny is that Atlanta police tried to dissuade people from saying that it was a hate crime, that he just did it because he's not mentally stable. I'm tired of people excusing murders like this off of mental health. No, that's not mental health. That is definitely racial profiling. You went after these Asian women. It just so happened that these two white people were in the crossfire. You just said, fuck it. You feel what I'm saying? This is really disheartening. And my heart goes out to the Asian community. Most definitely. Now, between me and you, friend, you know the Asian community has a history of racially profiling us blacks, not allowing them in our business, and only using us to promote their products when they see fit. Other than that, we're not allowed into their establishment. You know, sometimes we're not even allowed into certain massage parlors because of our behavior and our nature. Now, some of us can act ghetto and some of us can do stupid shit. That's notwithstanding. However, sometimes the Asian community moves with black people a bit differently. I hope this opens their eyes to seeing that it's not just us that is susceptible to this, that also they too are susceptible to hate crimes as well. And that we need to come together and unify 
rather than just separate ourselves and kind of just not point the you know finger or anything but look at us differently because honestly we buy from you guys heavy we go to your beauty supply stores heavy we shop we buy your hair we do all of those things we're not your enemies we've never been your enemies i'm glad that you're now starting to see that there's other enemies out there that are not us you feel what i'm saying and that we do need to come together It's so funny because I read an article on CNN that 24 years ago, back in 97, there was a LGBT lounge called, what was it? It was called The Outside. Let me, mm -mm. I, I forgot the name. I don't know if it was Outdoors or The Outsiders, but... It was an L- it was a popular LGBT spot. They had one in Florida, and they also had one in Atlanta. And on February of '97, it was there was a bomb explosion that happened in that location. And same setup. It was a white man. You know, he was a white nationalist. He was heavy within the church, and his reason wasn't. You know, it was pretty much sodomites that needed to be eradicated and he chose that place to you know do the bombings and unfortunately he also had a string of abortion clinic bombings as well it just so happened that he wanted to switch up and do lgbt bombings because they started tracking him down and really was on his finger so he had to switch it up and the owner, Beverly McMahon, had a brother who did abortions as well. And he worked within those clinics in Atlanta. And, you know, of course, we knew that was a hate crime off rip. And it was so sad because a lot of famous people went there, one of them being Ellen DeGeneres. And she couldn't even retain the people to come back. She tried to open it up, but people just did not want to do it. It actually did more harm than good because with that location, a lot of people who were in the closet would come. They would be straight, it'd be gay, it'd be trans, whoever. It was just a place to just come and have a great time. You know, they had cookouts, they had live bands, jazz bands on top of that. And, you know, each night was a specific night, you know, a specific night for a particular genre of music. It was just a great place to hang out at. You know, I was born in 97, so of course I couldn't enjoy it. So, But I can only imagine that it was just a great place. But when that bombing happened, it, it definitely exposed a lot of people. You know, people lost jobs because of the fact that you know, they were in that bombing, you know, they were in that club and, you know, they were gay. And at that time, you being gay, it, it, it did, you know, it definitely was a fate worse than death. Now it's not the case. You know, people are out, they're living their lives. You know, it's 2021. If you're not gay, if you're not bi, then what the fuck are you doing? You feel what I'm saying? That's the that's the culture, and that's how we feel about it now. But back then, that was not the case. It was definitely a fate worse than death, and you had to keep that under wraps. And if people found out about you, that was it. You know, whatever career you were in, you were quickly gone the next day. You know, and it's just so crazy how... 
now 24 years later this same hate crime happens again and this time instead of lgbt this happens within the asian community and you know my heart again goes out to the asian community i hope that you guys are able to come to you know you come to understand that us as blacks are not your enemy you know we support you we love you you know we buy from you guys all the time you guys are an amazing group of people you know definitely keep your heads up keep your heads in there it's going to get better and we do need to unify you know we we do need to unify. we need unity right now within this time because what's going on in america racially is just it is beguiling period you know So I want to jump into the next topic. Let's talk about this Quavo and Saweetie situation. Honey, I have heard so much about it. When it came out last Friday that Saweetie and Quavo are no longer together, I was shocked, y'all. I was really shocked because I was rooting for them. They seem super unproblematic. I love the photos that they've taken. They just seem such... They seem like such a great couple to be around, period. But of course, you know, not everything that glitters is gold. And you only see face value in social media. You never see the behind the scenes that goes on within social media. You know, you get to see a picture. You'd be like, oh my gosh, yes, there are goals. But then this nigga could be cheating on this bitch left, right, up, down. Could be smacking her up. You know, could be draining her account. You feel what I'm saying? You never know. Or, or she could be doing the same thing. It, I, I never want to blame the man in the, you know, the relationship. It could also be the woman that's doing this stuff as well. You know what I'm saying? So you never really get to see what happens. You only get to see the look that they, they present to you on social media. And we eat it up. You know what I'm saying? But we found out that Quavo has been, you know stepping outside of the relationship a couple of times and I want to shout out Saweetie for the simple fact that when it originally happened she didn't run the social media and she didn't say oh yeah you know this nigga cheating on me he a dog ass nigga da 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 no she stayed and she worked through the relationship it was only until Friday when it reached its breaking point that's when she was like you know what I, I don't need to stand for this I don't need to do any of that You know, if you don't, if there is no love within the relationship, don't accept it. I'm not going to accept any gifts. F your gifts. You know, I I want love at the end of the day. I, I respect her for that. And I think that's what a lot of women need to go after. When they are choosing a man within the relationship, don't go after him because of the gifts that he provides. That will come later. Go and be in a relationship with somebody who loves you, who does not, who does not hinder you. He, you know, pushes you forward. You know, he loves everything about you. You know, he's raising you. He's raising you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. And you're being a benefactor to him. If you guys are being a benefactor to each other, keep that person. Don't go or get with a man because of the look or because of what he drives or what he's doing. Yeah, that's cute for right now. But if it's not benefiting you in any which way or any one of those areas, then you don't need to be with him. Keep him for dick and that's it. And keep it pushing. I digress. Let's get back to the topic. So, yes, he, you know, he stepped out in the relationship a couple of times, but she stayed. 
I think what brought it to its boiling point was that she went on the Revolt show just with Justin L.A. Boy and Justin Combs. Very popular show. And, okay, I felt like it was low-key a setup. I ain't gonna lie. We didn't know. I didn't know personally that Saweetie and Justin Combs used to date back in 2016. I didn't know that. That was just, that was interesting tea. So clearly you could tell that there was something there. You can even tell within the energy when you watch the, the show. It was like, okay, y'all have something there. But Saweetie is holding her own. She's really just playing the room. Like she's, listen, you want to be toxic? I could be just as toxic too, baby girl. Love it. We need that energy. Nothing wrong with being a little toxic, ladies, okay? If niggas could be toxic, so can you. But learn how to use the toxicness for, you know, for your benefit. Don't do it to your detriment because this is a men's sport at the end of the day. You feel what I'm saying? So, listen, have no expectations and be toxic. Just okay. Nothing wrong with that. But Saweetie was definitely working the room and, you know... Justin was throwing out little hints. Both the Justins was really throwing out little hints. Justin L.A. boy was really flirting with Saweetie. But listen, Saweetie was paying it dust. You feel what I'm saying? I could tell she was kind of flirting a little bit with Justin Combs. I ain't gonna lie. I think so too. And in my honest opinion, maybe doing that interview, especially knowing your history, because you're in a relationship now and you're in a loving relationship with Quavo, maybe that wasn't like the perfect time to do that. But I think the reason why she did it was really because not it really had nothing to do with Quavo. It was just, hey, I wanted to do this interview. I'm with somebody that I used to be with, so it's not going to be awkward. I'm going to be great. It's nothing. You feel what I'm saying? She didn't think much of it, but... Maybe looking from Quavo's point of view, it was pretty much like, nah, I didn't really, I don't appreciate that. You sitting there with niggas flirting with you and stuff like that. I, I don't, I'm not here for it, which I find it funny. You know, you sit up there and you talk to bitches, but when the female goes out and does the same thing, it's an issue. I, it just does not make any sense. I'm trying to do the calculations and it's looking like trigonometry to me. And I'm not good at math, so we not about to sit up there and try to solve that. But I digress, honey. I guess it was an issue for Quavo, and they probably had internal conflict behind the scenes. And this just probably sparked Saweetie to just be like, you know what, fuck that. I, I'm tired of this whole situation. You know, we are no longer together. And the way she went about it, I definitely agree. She didn't run to social media. I know I said this already, but... I'm glad she didn't run to social media and really dog him out. She just said her piece and she kept it cute. Quavo said one or two things. You know, you're not the woman that you once were. You know, yeah, I cheated on you, but you're not the woman that you once were. And for that reason, I want to leave you. She said, take care. I lived for the response. Oh, that is the response all 2021 and years after that. Listen, ladies, <laughs> if he, like I said earlier, if he's not hitting the core tenets that you need him to hit when you're looking for a relationship, take care. <laughs> Listen, I wish you luck on all your future endeavors. Honestly, y'all women already do that, low-key. When you guys emotionally separate from a dude, I notice y'all will legit 
be like, thank you for all your future endeavors. Thank you for all that it is that you've done. I wish you luck in all your business ventures. And y'all get real professional at the end and y'all keep it pushing. I love it. I think it's cute. I really do. But, you know, she said take care. And that's when family got involved. That's when it really got messy. The Quavo sister got involved. And now she's going, you know, defending Quavo. And then Saweetie's aunt got involved. Coming at Quavo's sister defending Saweetie. So it just, it just spiraled out of control. You know, I don't think Saweetie meant for that to happen. Nor did I think Quavo meant for that to happen. I think the family just coming in really was just defending, you know, the people that were involved. That That's it. You know, I don't think that people really need to get into it. I commend the family members for coming in and doing that. Again, taking it to social media. Ah, I don't know. But hey, whatever. Social media is used not only to promote their business, but to talk your shit. So honestly, baby girl, go ahead and have fun. And that's what they did. My thoughts on the Saweetie and Quavo situation. Congrats on Saweetie for separating and not staying in a relationship or or not staying in a relationship where love is not being reciprocated to you and not accepting the gifts that he's giving in lieu of him cheating on you. And I don't think women should do that either. Moving forward, look at the situation and see how Saweetie handled it. And, you know, if you're going through the same thing and you find that your man is giving you gifts instead of giving you the love and care that you need, maybe you need to really sit down and think, is this the type of relationship that I want? And following her footsteps. Here we point in the discussion. Shout out to Quavo. Shout out to Saweetie. Sis, we need another album. Um, can, can we get another EP? Like... I think Saweetie is super slept on. I really do. I I feel like, you know, people say, oh, well, she's not a rapper. She's not this. Yes, she does. She makes music. Listen, if if you allow certain girls to make music and they don't even write their songs, then you can allow Saweetie in the space and really thrive with the other female rap girls. Period. Point. End of discussion. And I don't want to hear, oh, well... Girl, don't talk about the girls that's not rap. Ah, no. If the girls are sitting up here and, you know, they're doing crazy, you know, weird ad-libs within their music or they have kind of not-so-cute <laughs> hooks and then maybe one or two bars here and there and it's not their pen, and but they're thriving, then she can thrive through. Two. I'm sorry, not through. <laughs> she can thrive as well within this female rap space. Because Saweetie has a couple of bops under her belt. Yeah, okay, maybe, you know, they're not the they're not her tracks or the sounds are not from her tracks or whatever. Okay, fine. Yeah, she remixed songs. Tory Lane remixed a lot of songs, but we don't get we don't hear slack from Tory Lanez. We hear that Tory Lanez is an amazing artist, which he is. I fuck with his music heavy. Daystar is an amazing album. This album that he just released not too long ago is a bop of an album. We're not mentioning that. You know what I'm saying? He gets a pass from that. But when Saweetie does it, it's an issue. The massage noir for me. But I digress. Saweetie is an amazing artist. Honey, we need more music. Hopefully you release some this summer. I, I, I think now with what all this is going on and, you know, you out, out of that relationship, definitely delve into your craft and really, like, come out with some music for real. And 
show these bitches why you're here to stay. Period point. All right, you guys. So now into politics. So I know on March 17th, a, a couple of Americans, well, a whole lot of Americans, I should say, has received their stimulus check. Moneybag Joe did it again, giving the girls their coins, their due coins at that. And I just want to say, I definitely did get my stimulus and I did what needed to be done with my stimulus. Now, I want to talk about what you can do with the stimulus. You guys, um, this has been a year, these past two years have been interesting with the whole COVID situation and people outside of work and just the you know, the boom of small businesses, black owned businesses that's just been coming up and been killing it. People have been hitting six figures within the first three to four months that they've opened their business. And I just wanna take the time out to say with this money, you guys, either invest in a business, you know, put money towards your own business, put money in the stock market, learn a different trade, or shit, invest in yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's been too many times where we've seen people leave their jobs and within months make six, seven, eight different, you know, eight figures off off the back. And there are people like myself, there are people like you, you know, black, white, Asian, doesn't matter. They've left their jobs and they're doing big things now. And honestly, my loves, take that leap. You feel what I'm saying? Definitely go ahead and just find what you can do right now to invest this 1400 and use it wisely. Now, I'm not saying, ultimately, you're going to do what you want. So if you want to buy shoes, you want to buy clothes, that's part of investing in yourself. Do that, baby girl. You know what I'm saying? But now, you know, think about it. Okay, maybe with this about, you know, this little portion of money that I have, Maybe I can invest it in the markets. Maybe I can learn stock options trading. Maybe I could really start that online boutique that I wanted to start. And shit, if you need a model, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I am JJ underscore on IG. Hit me up if you need that model. I will definitely model for you, baby girl. Period. Point. But, you know, definitely start that business. I want to see, you know, my girls really doing the damn thing. Period. Point. You know, there's room for everyone to grow. Don't feel like, oh, well, I can't do it. There's so many people that's doing the same thing that I'm doing. No, that just means that there is a demand and there is a big market for that. It's really on how you advertise and market your stuff. If you have great advertisement, you're making that money, period point. You know what I'm saying? People think it's really hard. It's really not. You know what I'm saying? I, myself, am finding ways to really just scale of you know an online business because e-commerce is where it's at you know what i'm saying and we can really do it out here so it's just you know ideas that i think you guys could do with your stimulus ultimately baby girl you're gonna do what you want you feel what i'm saying so i know i definitely did some things with my stimulus that's gonna benefit me for the next couple of years you feel what i'm saying and i'm just so grateful that i was able to you know, do something positive with the money, you know, because last time when we got our stimulus, you know, I definitely did what everybody did. And I, I went out, I went shopping, I bought clothes, I bought shoes, I, man, but I didn't even go out that summer. <laughs> I bought all this stuff and I was in the house. I didn't do nothing. I was, I was so mad at myself for that. And I was like, damn, I could have really like 
invest that within me and, and really just, you know, invest in that in something where it could have definitely made dividends. So the advice I give to you is definitely invest that money in something that's going to grow into the business that you want or help grow your account or just help grow you as a person, you know, maybe investing in a course that can make you six figures, you know, or maybe investing that in probably therapy that you may, you know, because this pandemic has definitely made us go, you know, staying in the house. It has definitely brought the inner demons forward. And we now have to sit there and have to really deal and control with the conflicts that we have within our mental space and you know therapy is definitely needed within our community so maybe that's something that you can also do with the 1400 you know what i'm saying or maybe make a counseling service for other people like you and me within our communities and within other minority communities you know what i'm saying that's bomb as fuck too shoot i might do that don't hold me to that friend okay friend don't don't mm-mm. But you could definitely hit me up. Listen, if you have any questions or if you have any concerns or you want to talk to just somebody, you just want to vent to me. You don't even have to like really, I don't really have to tell you anything. If you just want to vent to me just because you, you know, it feels better. Listen, I have an email now, friend. I have an email, girl. So the email is askjjpod at gmail.com. You can go ahead and you can send me anything, maybe a, you know, a topic for our next podcast, or if you have, you know, an issue that you need help solving, I'm great with problem solving, definitely you can contact me there, as well as my Instagram page, I am JJ underscore, definitely tell me how you like the podcast, what can I do to improve on it, and as always, friends, know that I do love you, and I can't wait to talk to you again next time. Bye, friend.